In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is the time of year when we renew the faith which we first professed, or in the case of many of you, was professed on your behalf, the day of your baptism. This is renewed in a most solemn manner at the Easter Vigil, which some of you were present. This is why the Easter Vigil, which we had the joy of celebrating this year in its most ancient form, which dates back to the earliest Christian generations, in which ceremony twelve prophecies from the Old Testament are heard to prepare those who are about to receive baptism and to remind those who have already been baptized of the faith which they professed on the day they were received into the church. Our profession of faith consists of articles of that faith, some of which are true mysteries of our religion, most especially the Holy Trinity, which we profess throughout the articles of the Creed. The incarnation of our Lord is also a great mystery of our faith. But to it is tied something which, although it is an important article of our faith, it is also a fact of history. That is, what we profess in our faith on the third day, he rose again from the dead. All of our faith depends on this one article of faith, which is also a fact of history. It is this fact of history which has always been the starting point for any conversion. Someone who first wishes to profess his faith in the Christian religion must first accept this fact that Jesus Christ truly lived among us and by the works that he did here on earth and most especially the greatest miracle of all, his resurrection, he proved to us that he was true God and true man. This is why the Apostle tells us without this faith, without the truth of this historical fact of the resurrection, our faith is vain. What leads us to this great act of faith? If it is a fact of history, then we must boldly proclaim to others that we have history on our side. This is why we add that detail to the Apostles' Creed, suffered under Pontius Pilate. That is to say, no one can deny the truth that there really was a man named Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified under a known Roman official 
Pontius Pilate. After that, we have the evidence of the empty tomb, of his appearance after death to a wide variety of independent witnesses. And finally, the truly miraculous spread of Christianity throughout the known world despite fierce persecution within the space of only one generation after this man's death. Nothing forces us to this act of faith in the resurrection. But no one could possibly call us unreasonable for not believing it. For what do we have on the other side of this argument? Today we hear from St. Matthew's Gospel as we did last night. And what does he tell us, St. Matthew? What does the other side have to bring against us? Sleeping witnesses. St. Augustine, preaching to his flock so many centuries ago, cries out, and we can almost hear his laughter, You bring forth sleeping witnesses. The guards were asleep at the tomb. The disciples came and carried him away. Well, your sleeping witnesses. If they were sleeping, what did they see? And if they saw nothing, how are they witnesses? Is it not you, rather, who sleep? No, we know that our faith is not vain. We have far greater things than sleeping witnesses to bring forth in evidence of our faith. Today we proclaim that our faith is not vain. If we celebrate Christmas and all the other beautiful feasts of the year, it is only because of the truth, the historical truth we profess today. This is more important than any news item that could ever flash across anyone's smartphone. Today we proclaim the most important event that ever took place in the history of man. Jesus Christ, who mingled among men, taught them, healed them, forgave their sins, suffered under Pontius Pilate, and the third day rose again from the dead. To him is given all power in heaven and on earth. And that is why we must go forth and make disciples of all those around us and bring them to the holy font of baptism so that they too may profess that same faith in the blessed Trinity and in Jesus Christ incarnate in whom alone is our salvation. Amen.